This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode 56. Welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the show where I get a chance to speak with today's top pizza entrepreneurs and marketing experts in the business today and find out what's working for them in their business, how they did it, and what would they maybe do differently if they were starting all over. So sit back, relax, and hopefully learn something to help you grow your business. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Great episode for you today. You know, we did something a little bit different. You know what? Before I get into that, let me talk about the Pizza Saver. The Pizza Saver is a unique opportunity for you to make your pizza stand out. And not only that, but get rid of that soggy, wet crust. So the Pizza Saver is this black thing that goes on the bottom of the box, and it separates the pizza from the pizza box. And it lets the grease and all the moisture settle so the bottom of the pizza isn't soggy for that takeout and delivery pizza. Um, I actually did an interview with Ed from the Pizza Saver. If you want to go check that out, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash pizza saver or go to pizzasaver.com for more info. All right, back to today's episode. Uh, This is a little bit different of an episode. We actually did our first live episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast on Monday night. And I did it with uh, Mike Ganino, Alberto from Forza Pizza and Giorgio from Frank's Pizza House up in Toronto. And uh, all those guys will be in the show notes uh, for this episode. So if you want to go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash 56 for the show notes, follow those guys. We actually did a live show on Blab. And Blab is this platform where you can have up to four guests on a video at the same time. And you can just simply chat and they actually send you a link for the video and the audio so I can produce those later. So those three guys joined me. Um, we had a lot of people join us. It was a really great show. We talked about Snapchat, um, live video, and a little bit of Instagram. And, you know, Giorgio is actually one of the guys that I wanted to talk to because he's in, he's implementing all of these things in his business that we talk about on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. He's doing a tremendous job on Instagram. Uh, he's starting with Snapchat. He does a lot of live video on Periscope. And uh, he does a lot of commenting and liking. And, you know, he does some good stuff. So, Check him out. We talk about that in this episode. Uh, Alberto and Mike. Mike's great. He's a uh, public speaker, so he really knows what he's talking about. He's comfortable in front of the camera and the crowd, so he did a great job on this too. Um, but we're going to do it again. We have another one scheduled for Monday, uh, March 21st, 2016 um, on Blab. So if you want to go to the show notes for this episode, same thing, smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash 56, you can subscribe um, to that and watch us live on Monday. We might make this a regular Monday thing. Every Monday night, 8 o'clock, that's a great time for everybody in the restaurant business. It's a slow day, and it's late enough, 8 p.m. Eastern time, that is, where you can kind of catch us. You know, come, say hello. You can log in with Twitter on Blab. That's how you log in with that. So if you have a Twitter account, you can easily subscribe to the Blab broadcast, and it'll let you know when it's going live. Um, you can come ask us your questions. And, uh, you know, there's going to be me and Mike definitely Monday Maybe Eric from Restaurant Unstoppable, another podcast that's a really good podcast if you're in the restaurant world. Uh, He might be joining us. And then we'll have an open seat. Maybe you guys can hop in if you have a camera on your computer. You want to ask us some questions live or interact, and it's going to be a great time. So join us Monday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time over on Blab. And that link will be in the show notes for this episode. Um, Okay, also the Mastermind Group, Smart Pizza Masterminds opening up again. Uh, If you want to check out that, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind for some more information on that. There's a short audio clip there and some descriptions. I even have some uh, quotes from some members that are in the group right now, you know, what they're getting out of it, and you can check that out too. So smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. 
All right, let's just get into today's episode. This is the audio version of the broadcast that we had Monday night. So um, it's just a replay. You can listen to it if you didn't get a chance to catch us live. This is the audio version of that broadcast from Monday night. So hopefully you enjoy it, get some stuff out of it. We talk a lot of Snapchat in here, so hope you get something out of it. And if you are on Snapchat, you know, uh, email me or find me on Snapchat. I am Smart Pizza Tips, T-I-P-S. Um, find me on Snapchat. I will follow you back. I'm going to be doing some good, good stuff on Snapchat. I've got a lot of information out of this, so I'm going to be testing out some stuff on there that you can kind of follow and use in your business. So that's Smart Pizza Tips. Follow me there on Snapchat. I will follow you back. All right, let's get into today's episode. For you, you know, so that makes your followers all that more meaningful. So somebody actually typed in your full name or somebody scanned your QR code or somebody went that little extra step um, to find you. So the way I use it is, Anybody who follows me at Forks Pizza on any of my stuff, you see that I'm posting pizza pictures all the time. They're either mine or people that are contributing to Forks Pizza. But what I like about Snapchat is the story. So, you know, that post that I made, I could have taken it. I could have taken it last week or the week before. But on Snapchat, you can really see how much pizza I eat, right? I mean, you can you can be there with me, and it's the live look, and maybe it gives you a glimpse into me next week's post or tomorrow's post or something like that. You can see how I interact and. Um, you know, follow along the pizza eating journey and not just see that static uh, picture whenever it comes. Now, you, I talk, like the live look. you talk to a lot of pizzerias and you're in, in and out of a lot of pizzerias, obviously, with your website. And uh, you, know, you said you eat a lot of pizza, so you got to obviously go there. Are you, any of your the places you visit using it? Um, no, not that I know of. I haven't seen many, um, but it's something that so that at part of Forks Pizza, there's a media division where we are helping pizzerias, we are doing social media marketing and um, website development and digital marketing, and we're setting everybody up with Snapchats, for sure. What are you saying to them when they, when uh, are they asking you to be on Snapchat or are you suggesting it to them? We're saying we're gonna put you on Snapchat, let's just tell them. <laughs> are they <laughs> and like, then usually they say, yeah, they like speak English, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> which one is that? And then, yeah. and then they, know said, they, they know what it is, I shouldn't say that they're always like that, but. Some of them are just like, yeah, they know, but they don't, they don't see. Because when you know, like you guys said, when you open up Snapchat, it's set, it's not very intuitive at first, so they don't see how it could help. Right. Um, but then you give them a little tutorial and tell them that it's going to be fun, and they embrace it. Now I'm curious, as a digital agency, how you use Snapchat because it probably has to come from the place itself, right? Yeah. So as part part of what we do. Um, so we control the social media, we'll do photo shoots and we'll have all the static library that we have, but we're always checking in with our customers. So if we come in like the other night, I was at um, a pizzeria, I think that was Saturday night and we walked in and I logged into their Snapchat and I just started snapping. So, you know, if I'm there or if my colleagues are in there, we log into the Snapchat and we, and we go live and we add cool. to the story. Well, one of the things that's so cool about Snapchat too, is that, so, especially for pizzerias is that so many college students use it yeah and there are so many pizzerias near college i mean like something like 77 yeah. or 80 percent of college students are using snapchat every single day wow. yeah. it's like a target market so like raise the roof you guys yeah. see the little hands i like the yeah. little hands. So give, <laughs> yeah. mike, give mike some props right yeah thanks uh katie lance double, or eric double, whoever yeah, did double, double tap his, uh, <laughs> his photo right there and give him some props it's a competition um, you know i i said that because <laughs> i said to my I said to my wife, I said, hey, well, I'm going to do a, a live show and we're going to be talking about Snapchat. And she immediately like raised her eyebrow like, what are you doing on Snapchat? Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that, all, isn't that all inappropriate pictures yeah. of young kids? kids. And I'm like, <laughs> pepperoni. 
Yeah. Pepperoni. Yeah. He used to be. Yeah, exactly. He, he used to be, but I don't think it's like that anymore. No. I think that every kind of social sh- social media site starts off with the younger generation. You really have to watch those 18 to 20-year-olds and what they're doing because then it kind of flows uphill. And then once the 40, 56-year-old gets on it, it's over, just like Facebook now. Not that Facebook's over, but, right. you know, when my uh, – I say – as a joke, my seventy-year-old, my wife's seventy-year-old aunt asked to get on Instagram the other day, and I'm like, you know what? It's all over. Instagram's all over. If she if she's asking to get on Instagram, it's gonna have its day. So Giorgio, I found Giorgio because he follows Gary Vaynerchuk. He retweets him a lot. He's on Periscope and Meerkat, and he does Snapchat for his pizzeria. So I told, I asked him to come on with us to kind of, you know, give us some tips as to what he's using it for, and, and how is the engagement on Snapchat for your your pizzeria. For us, it's been amazing. Uh, excuse my voice. Um, so what we did to get more followers is I put the icon. Snapping. Too much snapping. It's like the uh, perfect voice for a pizzeria guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so we put the icon Snapchat on all our menus. And uh, about a month ago, we did that. And we got a ton of followers. So people coming into the restaurant, look at the menus, and they see our Snapchat and the handler. And they start following us right away. What I did is to find people is I would go to Twitter or Instagram and look for Toronto bloggers uh, and read their bios. And if they had a Snapchat account or a Snapchat, I could take a picture of, follow them back. And I found, you, a, I found a ton of people that way. Now, when you say a picture of, what do you mean by that? The the code. Okay. So how do you do that? Just explain it to everybody. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that everybody watching this doesn't know what the heck you're talking about. Okay. So if you see their Snapchat, uh, what's it called? Their, their, the picture with their code on it. So it's take like a, a yellow square. Explain it, Derby. It's a absolutely. yellow. It's a take, yellow square. Take a screenshot of that. Anybody got their Snapchat open? Just hold it up to Please the thing. Maybe? Yeah. See, there you go. So Can't it's a yellow square. Yellow. I think you could do it right from. If anybody follows you right from, if you hold it up to your screen, I saw someone do it earlier. Yeah. You could probably follow right from the screen. Correct. Catch it. So, so yeah, take a screenshot of that. Yeah, and then you can follow right from that. Yes, yeah, I just got two followers. Nice. And then Katie, Katie Lance out there. Is, uh, is telling us that it's a snap code officially. So That's right. That's our snap it. code. Yeah. And then you just follow them that way. And I found that and I've made great connections with uh, food writers, food photographers, uh, people in the food industry locally that I want to connect with. I want to either review or come to eat or I want to connect in some way, sh- some way, shape or form through Snapchat. And, and, how, and what are you seeing for engagement when it comes to when you put out a snap or a story, what, what do you what do you find for that engagement? Uh, a month ago, I was getting about ten people watching. Right now, I'm getting about sixty to eighty people watching one of my snaps. Wow! Nice. Yeah. And I how have, many how many people are following you at the moment? I haven't counted. Now I know Snapchat doesn't let you doesn't necessarily have a follower count. You have to go in there and physically count Physical all count the followers, one. Out, right? Correct. So when you get and then uh, on the front of it, like right under your name, there's a number. Does anybody know what that number is? Because I know it's not follower count. No, those are just points you've accumulated. Okay. Uh, I believe for the amount of snaps you put out. Okay. So the more snaps that you put out, because I know Mike has a lot of them. Okay. But uh, you, can also get tro- you can also get trophies also. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so Georgia, what are you guys doing, like, in the restaurant? So, like, 80, uh, Katie Lance and, and Eric Cacciatore were saying, you know, having a sign at the counter with your snap code and having it on tables. So what kind of things are you doing to get your customers to follow you? So right now, just on the menus. I have them on the menus at the bottom. So people will come in, they'll see it. Wow, okay, I'll follow you on Snapchat. Uh, people see me at the restaurant doing something with my phone. They're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm putting it on Snapchat, <laughs> right? 
Uh, and I just don't engage in the restaurant. I'll engage on my day off with my kids and my family. Uh, odd, awkward stuff. Because with Snapchat, it doesn't have to be professional and, and corporate and, and clean-lined. Uh, mm-hmm. You could be geeky. It's okay. Yeah. Right? I noticed, now, what you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Albert. I noticed, Sergio, you also put your Snapchat name on your Instagram profile, which yeah. that's, that's a big one. So, like, cross cross-marketing your Snapchat account or your Instagram account and all on different social media platforms. For me, that's helped, you know, I always like, if I post an Instagram post and it's sort of one that's very recent, like somewhere for where I'm at, I say, yeah, this is all happening on Snapchat, go over there and follow me, yeah. you know, that type of thing. So that's, I see that you do that. That's yeah. Instagram, Twitter, I put it on every account. Yeah. My Snapchat code. Yep. So now, Georgia, how do you keep up? I know you're on all these social platforms. Are you just sitting behind the counter? Do you even make pizzas? Or are you just, just like using social media all day long? People think you're not working. So whenever I get like 10 minutes, you know, I'm making a pizza and I'm thinking, of, okay, what am I going to do next? You know, if I get a break in 10 minutes now, I'll take a picture of that pizza coming out of the oven. Uh, or maybe that guy sitting at the counter who looks, yeah. kinda, you know, <laughs> he's having fun or whatnot, right? Uh, so, you yeah. know, my mind's always going. Uh, when I get home at around 11.30 midnight, I go into Facebook, I go into Snapchat, you know, interact with other guys I follow. So if they put up a post, I'll comment on their uh, Snapchat post. I'll, I'll try to engage with as many people as possible. Okay. And what, what do, you, do you find with Snapchat that you're putting up more photos or more videos? Because I know um, it's only 10 seconds is the limit. I, I'm, I'm probably doing about 50-50. Yeah? And what do you see the engagement more on, on a photo or a video? Probably on a photo right now. You know, okay. Photo, okay. I'll, put, I'll put a small comment with a filter. Okay. What are, what are the filters? Explain to what people what those are. Uh, filters, you can put uh, your city you're in. You can change the color, the landscape. Uh, you know, you can type some words in, different colors, different angles. Cool. As, as good as your imagination. All my, right. My buddy just came back with some pizza. <laughs> Oh, nice! <laughs> That's awesome. It's funny too. There's a lot of there's a lot of brands, you know. In the same, I was looking up some stats, and yeah, uh, of the college students who are using this, seventy seven percent of college students are using this daily. Uh, like something like sixty percent or fifty eight percent of them said that they were likely to use a coupon that a company sent them. So, like, you could use that as a pizza place to send out and say, "Hey, it's Thursday night. It's Tuesday night." Uh, here's something going on. So have you done that, Giorgio? Not yet. What I'm really considering is the geo filter, creating a geo filter for my restaurant, for my area. I have three high schools within four blocks of my restaurant. Mm. So that it can be a direct market. Uh, so if I create a geo filter, people in that area who want to, or are Snapchatting would see my restaurant and offer a promo. Just for that, is it a certain amount of time? You or like a that. time frame between the time and this time? Correct. Correct. So you can have the geo filter up for two hours a day. You can uh, specifically choose the area you want it in mm-hmm. uh, by block radius. It's cool too. So like, say that like you were near a college yeah. and there was orientation happening in a specific building. You could set the geo filter just for that building. That's it. So that all the students who are taking pictures, I mean like, Hey, we just started at such and such university for that moment, for that day, for that building. They're seeing your pizza place. They're seeing that, hey, this is it. It's it's really cool. And you could do it for places that you aren't in. I was working with a client that was talking about doing it. They're not going to be at the NRA show as a vendor, but they were talking about, oh, let's do a Snapchat code for the NRA show, even though we're not there. It's Interesting. Pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. So how does so how does that work? Like how does how do people find the geo filter? Does it just pop up because they're in that location? 
Yes. So, so if, if I'm in, so if you did it by an area code, let's say you're in that area code, as soon as you go on Snapchat, that zip, that geo filter will be available if you're inside that those parameters. Correct. Once you take your picture or your video, you get to swipe over to your right. Oh, so you can see which ones are available. Correct, and you can pick different ones, obviously. And is that expensive to do one of those? It depends where you are. If you're beside a high traffic mall, they're gonna ding you. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, right. But, right. Uh, other areas where I, where my restaurant is, it's not so bad. It's more of a residential area. Yeah. And the schools don't count as a residential as much. So I think I can get something for about fifty bucks a day. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. I can get two thousand, three thousand people looking at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you know, for fifty bucks a day, if you did a Facebook post, you're not gonna see that much. And that, no. and that's, and that's kind of. Uh, you know, Facebook is you, when you do a Facebook ad, it's more when people go on to Facebook. If you see that people are always on Snapchat and they, they get alerted often, you know, they're going to see that way more than they would a Facebook ad, if, if, especially that demographic, the younger generation. They're on it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, and you can involve them. A Facebook ad is just really like a message. You're broadcasting a message. Right. With, this, with, the, uh, with the geo filter, you could have fun with it. So last week at the Pizza Expo, uh, one of the groups I work with, Chow Now, that does online ordering and stuff, they had one at the Pizza Expo. and But it was like, put your head inside of the pizza. So it was like a slice of pizza with a hole in it. And so <laughs> people were like swiping and putting their head in yeah. it. It's like, that's fun. Now I like you. Now I understand your personality as a brand. Right. And you're not just broadcasting on Facebook to me. I'm actually kind of like thinking you're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rare for the pizza industry. Most people don't think people right? in the pizza industry are pretty cool. I think they have the stigma of being corporate and reserved and not being out there i don't i don't know why that exists but they're not people they don't they're not human beings usually they usually you know they're not interactive they're not engaging they wait for they wait for someone to comment on them rather than being out there and kind of put their message out there as a human not just i'm mm -hmm. um, selling these coupons um, yeah so all right, so I think we covered anything else on Snapchat because I was curious about that. I kind of want to maybe, if not, we'll kind of move on to a little bit of live video because I'm curious about that too because I know that Mike loves Periscope. Are you still using Periscope, Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing more with Snapchat now just because yeah. it's uh, – I don't know why. It's like more – I'm like falling into that trap of it, but it's super fun. <laughs> One last quick little tip. If I was a pizzeria Go. in any town in America, I would figure out what place the teams are playing ball like – where are the high school teams playing? And I would own that field every single time there's a game. I would have a geo filter on there. I would put a code for some kind of coupon deal. I would do everything I could to get every single teenager on that ball field to be snapping with me. That's a great idea. Uh, and that wouldn't be that expensive because I'm sure the park, I mean, who's geo filtering the park? How do you do that? How would you do that now? Yeah, I'm going to go do that right now, actually. I'll be right back. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that for such a specific location? You you draw the you draw it so when you go into it to like design it yep. you actually draw it with like a what is that what is that called like a um, what's it called I don't know on a field a field like a, yeah, on like you a, can draw like a map, it however you want like with a stylus yeah or like a pen yeah. oh cool so you could like draw somebody's house and hey it'd be really creepy you'd just be like hey anybody in this house I'm gonna put a geo filter on you could. <laughs> that would be pretty we weird. We did it for my friend's birthday party. Really? My friend had a birthday party. She lives in West Hollywood, and we did it just for the house. No way. Uh, and it was like happy birthday to her just for the house. And it was like like what Georgia said. It was like 50 bucks. No big deal. Wow. So pretty soon you're going to be sitting in your living room. You're going to go to Snapchat, and there's going to be this creepy brand that has Snapchat at your house. <laughs> right? That's going to be awkward. Um, It'll be me. I'll be Snapchat at your house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's awesome. 
I'll be uh, yeah, there are my, items. My, my wife will be like, what the heck is this? So like now they're now they're geofiltering our house. Let's, let's get off that. It's gonna be a little bit too weird. Um the the other uh tip about Snapchat that I've found is is getting on somebody else's filter or somebody else's geotech. So if you snap a picture from your pizzeria and let's say you're in downtown Chicago and um the Chicago story is happening right now and you tag that story with your picture that you've taken then it could be picked up by the Chicago story for anyone who's following that story in the area they can see that you just posted that picture of the pizza and then be like wow that you know that pizza looks great and hopefully you wrote maybe your, your pizzeria name on there but um the ability to get picked up by a story one of your snaps get picked up by a story is also uh, at least for views and for interest uh, is very helpful too that's huge yeah. kind of like yeah. photo bombing for snapchat <laughs> yeah nice exactly all right all right so uh any other if there's anybody anybody has any questions um these three guys are gonna have to answer it for snapchat because i don't really have a clue to that right now um put in the side thing if we get them any questions in there you got well i'll read them off to you guys um but so with snapchat coming out and is anybody using facebook live anybody uh try yeah, that i just all? got my i just got my live feed the other day for some reason we were behind here in canada yeah and i I've been hesitant, but I will definitely do a live feed from the restaurant. Definitely. Cool. Are you hesitant because you just haven't had time to use it, or are you hesitant because of what it what it brings to the table? Oh no, no, j- j- I haven't had time. I haven't thought right. about it. I was a real big fan of Meerkat when it first came out. Yep. Uh, I I'm probably still on the leaderboard. I was on the leaderboard for the longest time. I was. Uh, uh, I had people like L Kuji, uh, uh Snoop Dogg follow me. Madonna really? watch some of my streams. Uh, it was ridiculous the amount of people that were watching. We got a ton of feedback from Meerkat, and I was on it for about seven months, but I, I was just dedicating so much of my time at the right. restaurant mm-hmm. on this app. Yeah. Uh, I, I, had th- it, I had it there all day. I think that, well, didn't Meerkat just announce that they're not doing live video anymore? Oh, did they? I think so. I think they said they're going to move out of the live video game. They're going to be moving on from, to something else. Okay. But uh, I'm not sure. Um, okay. But... That, I think that's a problem that other pizzeria owners have is that they don't know where to invest their time. Like, like Giorgio said, he was spending so much time on Meerkat, and now Meerkat kind of not that it's irrelevant, but it's not as many people using it because of Periscope came out and yeah. now Snapchat. So I think they do have a hard time of saying, you know, where where should I start with these social networks? Where should I invest my time? Which ones are going to give me the best return on my time? And uh, which ones are going to be around for the long haul that I, if I do spend my time using it, I can, I can have that time invested wisely. What do you guys say to them for that? How do they go about picking the right one? Well, I think as far as like, what's going to be around, I mean, who knows, who cares? Like, it, it, you know, unless you're creating like a big, deep video library, like who cares if something goes away, you're really doing it for now anyway. Right. Um, like if Snapchat goes away in a year, who cares? Like it's all gone, it's all gone in 24 hours. So who cares about a year? Right. And I think the other thing is listen to your employees and listen to your customers and then go where they are. That's my advice. Absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And you can use it, you know, you can use your video, but don't use it exactly the same on all these different platforms. Don't use the same exact piece of content you would, and then spread it around, change it up a little bit. Each platform is a little bit different and the audience is different. And then the way they consume that information is definitely different on Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. You got to really know your audience, know who you're trying to connect with and, and put the story out there that way. Cause you, you are trying to tell your story. You're basically as a brand, you're kind of interrupting people as they're going through their day. You don't want to, you want to interrupt them as little as possible. Or interrupt them in ways that matter. Right. Like, 
that's what we were saying earlier about broadcasting. Like, stop broadcasting and just talk to me. And, uh, you know, I always think of, like, the seven C's of uh, social, what you should be doing on social or seven yeah. C's. You should be showing culinary pictures of what you're cooking. You should be showing your company culture so I get to like you and understand what it's like to be there. You should show things about your customers. Like, like uh, you know, Georgia was saying, someone's sitting at the bar. Okay, take a little snap of him. Uh, do contests or coupons. Do celebrations. Give some context. Show your space. Show your kitchen. Show your team making a new product. And then have a little bit of consistency so I know how to interact with you versus all of a sudden seeing something once a week. Or seeing nothing for a, a week and then 10 photos right. in one day. Yeah. Right. Which is what usually happens. You're like, oh, man, I forgot to do on Facebook. Let me post 17 photos today. <laughs> yeah. um, so when it goes back to – let me two things that I, I thought of, Mike, when you were saying that is the, the customers and the, the staff. How, what would you show of those? And do you, you have to get their permission or what would you do for those, those two things? Uh, I have no idea if you have to get someone's permission. I, I say wait until somebody yells at you and then <laughs> yeah. go from there. I don't know. Yeah. That's me. Forgiveness. Uh, can I take your picture? Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't mind. It'd be fun for them, right? It's like, you know, people enjoy that. But I think uh, a lot of people have it into their handbook that, hey, we're going to be taking pictures and we may use them. That right. was when I was running my restaurant company. We had it in the handbook to say, hey, we take a lot of photos and we like to use them. And if that's a problem, uh, then talk to us and let us know. And no one ever did. With We had like 800 employees. Not a single one of them said, uh, I don't want my picture taken on Facebook. So, um, you know, I think I think with customers, maybe you need to be a little more thoughtful about what you're sharing. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. There's not all. It's your, I don't know. I think customers uh, really like to engage it too. I mean, from the interactions I've had with the pizzerias, I always tell them, repost when a customer or at least comment or repost when a customer is posting that they were there or they enjoyed the experience or they took a picture of your pizza it's another aspect of customer service that the pizzeria can really uh, grab a hold of that you know reaching out to them on social media as opposed to just in the restaurant you, know, you came right. you had a great meal and then on top of that i'm gonna reach out to you on social media maybe repost you but definitely at least comment or like um what you're saying about my pizzeria so yeah I definitely i always comment like and share yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the and trifecta. Yeah. The trifecta. Yeah. You responded to me. Yeah. Maybe too, like get to know your customers. Maybe, uh, you know, that 60 year old guy that's picking up a pizza might not want his uh, picture on Instagram, but the 25 year old college student wouldn't care as much because yeah. they're used to that. Definitely. Um, well, like Eric, Eric Cacciatore, who's in the room says, yeah. you know, how about letting your, your staff take snaps to your staff help out? Do you ever do that, Giorgio? I definitely, yeah. I give them my phone, give them my password. That's a great idea. Yeah. And if something happens and there's somebody here, like, I don't change the password and then they won't be able to do it anymore. Like, yeah. Man. Or don't let them go in the bathroom with your phone. That's a, that's a big giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably weird. weird in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of people would, I don't know if a lot of people would let the, their employee take their phone, but. What about employees taking pictures and then like sending them to you? You know, give me like collaborate, maybe set up a Dropbox account where you guys can, you know, upload your photos when you're not there and you can kind of go through them and see, hey, you know, these are some photos that are good, good to use for mm -hmm. social media and the different platforms. Um, go ahead, Mike. Or, or on Instagram, post the photo yourself from your own account and tag us, and then I will reshare those photos. Right. So now you're like double That's your great idea. Right. Because then their, their friends see it and then you can repost it to your account as well. That's a great right. point there. Um, 
Georgia, do you have a pizzeria hashtag specific to yours? Is it Frank's Pizza or is it something that you use? I, I, use, I usually do Frank's Pizza House or Toronto Pizza. Toronto Pizza. So I, well, I use the hashtag because if, I, if people are trying to Google, I hope if they Google Toronto Pizza or Toronto Pizza Delivery, it helps my ranking on Google to come up a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So if you did a, a Google search for Toronto Pizza Delivery, most of the time, nine out of ten times, I will come up on the first page. Now, I wonder if, do you ever, Giorgio, do you ever have uh, people that come into your restaurant that are looking for a job that maybe found you through these social networks? Uh, no, not yet. Not no? Yet. No. So I was always thinking maybe it would be a good way to get exposure to the younger audience. You know, we're always looking for ways to find help and find yeah. uh, employees. And, you know, maybe being on these social, being active on these social networks will get you in front of the audience that you really, you know, as a majority of employees that you, you have in, in the pizza and restaurant industry. Well, it's a, it's a good way, uh, a good way to, for the next approach. If I were to hire somebody, I'd probably definitely consider something like that. Put a Facebook post, maybe. Right. Who knows? You want to join our team? You know, take a picture and send it out. You never know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to think of it in different ways. Like, you know, you got to you got to come up with new creative ways. That's what these social networks are about: being creative, coming up with new ways to talk to your your uh, your customers and get your message out there. It's it's the same stuff it's always been. It used to be on a piece of paper on your box or on a menu, but it, now it's just you just a different way of getting your message out to your audience. Not necessarily your message is different. Definitely, and your your message is there right now. You don't have to wait for a flyer to be distributed right. to get to the house. You send yeah. the picture, send, and it's there. Right. And you know, with pizza, there's like those very specific uh, times when it like incites buying, right? So it's like, oh, if the ad came out on Tuesday, that's not helping you Thursday at five o'clock when you want to be in front of people. Right. Now you can really take control of that, which is really unique. And they're always people are people in the restaurant industry always trying to get away from that coupon. You know, how do you get away from that? Only getting people to order from you when they get a discount. You know, I think that if you do what Mike says and says, hey, you know, tell your story, be interesting. Don't um, interrupt people, but, you know, be creative with the way that you distribute your information. That's how you get to be remembered. You know, they'll remember you. Hey, I saw that funny picture or that funny post you put on Instagram last week. I'm going to, when they do think of pizza or going out to eat, that's what they think of. Not, oh, I'm hungry. Where's the bar- draw where I keep all the coupons? Let me see who's yeah. the cheapest price. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is kind of what, what people do right now. Um, well, well, for ourselves at the pizzeria, I haven't had coupons in about six or seven years. Really? Good for you. Nice. Yeah. So coupon, we did coupon <laughs> uh, when it first came out. Uh, and then I go, I got to figure a better way to make money without giving away my money. Right. And I found, I discovered social media. I have people who pay me to make print bar flyers now. Really? Really? Yeah. I haven't paid for print flyers in about six years also. How do you do that? I know that's off, come, way off topic, but yeah, no, no. So they approached me. They, they give me the front page, and they find ads, advertisers that want to be associated with us on the back of the flyer. Nice. Yeah, and they're very expensive flyers, high gloss, good quality. <clears throat> nice. That's awesome. And this is all because of social media. I so, went out there. So, have you been on social media for six years, or is this something that you've just kind of picked up like recently? About six years, but quietly six years. In the last <laughs> couple years, a bit more outspoken. Okay, I've been watching and observing for the last four years. So you've been a lurker for the last you, for the last six years. You've been a lurker, and you've actually just been putting out content for how long? Uh, a couple of years. So what triggered that decision to go from lurker to content producer? Gary V. Okay, hundred percent. Really, hundred percent. 
And Crash how it. do you how do you come up with your ideas to put your stuff out there? Like what what goes just anything that comes to your brain to say, hey, you know, I'm in the kitchen today. Whatever's around me, I'm just gonna kind of come up with a way to put that out there. Yeah, or uh, all my off time in the evening, I search other big brands and see what they're doing. Not only in the food industry, but in in the soft drink industry, clothing industry. I look at color schemes, quotes. Uh, you know, these guys are paying big corporations, big big money, big social media companies, big money to come up with ideas. Well, when I grab some and bring them to the food industry, yeah. right? You're right. Why I can't reinvent something I don't know much about, right? right. I mean, every, you don't need to. Yeah, you totally. <laughs> Mike, what do you see? Because you deal with a lot of uh, you know bigger brands. What do you see when it comes to content creation? How do these smaller guys should they do what George is doing and kind of watch those other bigger guys and see what they're putting out and then come up with their own idea that's similar to what they're seeing there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's two things. One is to look and see what's going on. What are some ideas? Maybe not to copy it, but to get ideas and be like, oh, I never thought about doing something like that. Right. Um, and then the second thing is to just pay attention to what your employees are like a huge asset in some of this, because uh, a lot of them are probably using all, this is what we don't want them to do all day is be on their phone. <laughs> yeah. So use that to your advantage. Be like, hey, teach me some stuff. Like, what are you Definitely. doing? What are you guys hashtagging? What yeah. do you guys like pictures of? Um, because that's who you're talking to. So, you know, just start listening and then say, okay, I saw this thing Taco Bell did. Uh, and then my, my team is telling me this, let's do something like that. Yeah, I totally agree. You have to watch the younger generation. I think that's the key. The younger generation kind of starts the trend. It always does. It always has. And then it kind of trickles up to their parents or their older siblings. And then it kind of falls into everybody else kind of comes on board, just like Snapchat did. And Instagram did, you know, how many, what was that? Five or six years ago when Instagram kind of came on the scene, that's how it started with the younger generation taking pictures. And now it transformed into this huge business. So um great stuff guys i appreciate you uh coming on where can everybody find you give your twitter i mean i know we talked about a lot today so give every give everything where everybody can find you kind of go around the room where does everybody want to go and uh mike mike we'll start with you or should i start with somebody else uh you can start with me look i try to make a little thing mike ganino <laughs> i do <laughs> like right. backwards though so yeah. <laughs> but i'm pretty much at mike ganino everywhere all right uh, and then if you want advice on how to do all this stuff i have a mike.tips and i'll just send you a bunch of like stuff to get going mike.tips is what that's it just mike.tips yeah. how easy is that that's awesome i like easy yeah nice mike. all right tips. Al alberto how about you mike mikey tips i'm gonna call you <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> uh, for me it's forza pizza pretty much everywhere so instagram facebook snapchat twitter um and forzapizza.com is my home so uh for those of you who don't know forzapizza.com is where you can come share any pizza at any time just click add a place and add pictures and you're going from there so you That's can find me there. Going over there too thank you thank you so not me yeah. everybody it's the community so um you know come and enjoy the fun nice um Giorgio, how about yourself? Uh, it's either Toronto Pizzeria or Frank's Pizza House. You'll find me everywhere. Are you guys on, on mine, I have my uh, picture up there. I have my icon with my Snapchat on it. Yeah. Uh, nice. get screenshot that's, one thing, that's one thing that you guys suggested too, is suggest to cross-promote your right. different social platforms. So pick – now, you, real quick question before we go. Should – everybody be on every platform you think or should they pick a couple of you, you know you hear different advice you hear advice saying you should just pick one really get really good at it and then move on to the next one or you hear the opposite advice is just you know be where your customers want you to be which ones I, do you guys follow i try to be everywhere a little bit everywhere i find for myself right now facebook is really helping me out 
I put up a picture on Facebook and I'll get responses right away. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Instagram and Snapchat, Twitter as well. And the picture of why you're on Twitter, well, you find engagement all the time. Yeah. Right? So you got to be everywhere. Your customers are all over the place. So if you just isolate yourself to Facebook, you're grabbing one area. But if you you know spread yourself, it, you know what it is? It takes time. People don't want to put in the time. No, right. They don't. Yeah. It's just like building your business. You built a business, a pizzeria business. It didn't. You just, just open the door and be like, yep, all right, now I'm, yeah. now I'm in business. I have tons of customers. Yeah. Where, where, where's the money going? You have the same thing when you do your social network. You know, it takes time to build that up. It's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mike, what do you suggest on that? <laughs> I agree, too. I, I think it's uh, be in as many, as, as many places you can if you could do it natively. If you're just like posting something to Facebook and it feeds it to Twitter or Instagram, like no. don't waste your time because everybody is nobody, nobody likes that. But uh, figure out how to tell stories in all of it. It's not that hard. And you could create a little daily recipe for yourself uh, and just, you know, have your little checklist. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's fun. It becomes fun and people like it. Cool. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. I would say also <laughs> tailor your posts to that specific platform. I mean, at least for me, um, my Instagram is more successful than my other ones, but you know, I don't do the same post on Instagram than I would on a Facebook or on a Twitter. Cause I mean, you can link on Facebook, you can click links on Twitter, not necessarily on Instagram. So if you're like Mike said, just make sure it's native and make sure you're not just, even if you're doing it manually on each one, still don't use the copy and paste technique. You're going to want to use, um, yeah, you're going to want to get people there. Um, you know, the right way. I didn't hear anybody mention LinkedIn. Any, any suggestions on LinkedIn? I use LinkedIn I, a lot because I'm trying to connect with the owners. I think uh, I saw you on LinkedIn, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? LinkedIn is a lot about. I mean, if you were trying to hire like managers or something, or or for you, um, for you, Alberto, like maybe you're trying to hire, uh, you know, media people or somebody. Uh, right. It's just another place to be, like, to tell the story of your brand. So you know, some. Uh, I it's probably not that important for most restaurants, uh, but it's but it could be a good place to find you know, maybe, maybe some people to join your team at a higher level. Yeah. I, it's funny. I, I find a lot of people hit me up on LinkedIn who want help with the social media. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a restaurant. Right. Flattery, flattery. My final question to you guys is you're running a pizzeria. You can only choose one social network right now. Which one would you choose? Snapchat. I'm Instagram. Oh, Snapchat. All right. I'm two Snapchats, one Instagram. Instagram. I have a feeling you guys, uh, Gonna get a lot of emails or hits on Twitter or Instagram about how to get on Snapchat and use it. Because Please I'm do. Sure that yes, definitely. Not, not a lot of people, including myself. Actually, I was just talking about myself. None of these people up top or on the side there. So, <laughs> you guys, we see a lot of emails from me asking questions. You That's got okay. It. All right, no excellent guys. Hey, thank you so much for doing this. It was awesome. Um, I'm sure we'll try to do it again soon. Um, give these guys some props for coming on with me. They're taking the time out all thank over you, the place. Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. And uh, sharing their great info. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much, okay? Thanks. Bye, guys. All right, guys. See you later. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Ciao. Bye. Okay, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed that broadcast, rebroadcast of the live episode we did on Monday night. Um, do me a favor. Head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash 56 and let Mike Ganino, uh, Alberto from Forza Pizza, and Giorgio know that you listened to the broadcast Follow them on Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram. All of their stuff will be on the show notes for this episode, number 56, on the Smart Pizza Marketing website. Follow them. Check out what they're doing. 
Ask them questions too. Those guys will answer any questions you have regarding Snapchat or Instagram or any live video or anything. Those guys are really great guys, awesome to talk to, and they're willing to help out, you know, if you have any questions or anything like that. Also, check out the Mastermind Group opening up soon, smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. And don't forget to follow us for next week's live episode over on Blab. You know what? I set up a special link if you go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash Blab. B-L-A-B. That'll bring you right to the scheduled live broadcast. And from that, you can watch it. If you remember to watch it on Monday, you can just use that link. Or if you have a Twitter account and you want to subscribe right from there, you can do that. And then it'll just notify you when we go live. We are pretty punctual, 8 o'clock on Monday, the 21st of 2016. And I think that's it, guys. Okay. See you guys. Oh, you know what? Follow me on Snapchat. Smart Pizza Tips. That's my handle over on Snapchat, and I will follow you back. Let me see what you're doing if you're really using it for your business. I want to see how you're using it, uh, what you think of it, how's it working for you. I really would like some information on that. All right, that is it, guys. We'll see you next week.